0: Welcome to the Growth Lab. I am Taj Singh, personal growth enthusiast, world traveler, sales professional, on a spiritual journey to live my highest expression. This podcast is meant for individuals looking to evolve in all aspects of their lives. I interview leaders and coaches that have a passion to grow beyond the status quo and expand into their highest potential. Let's dive into it as we help you get 1% better with every episode. What's up everyone? Welcome back to the Growth Lab. We took a couple weeks off, but we're back now, and I'm excited to announce your guest for episode 30, Elizabeth Webb. Elizabeth is a positive psychology expert and master breakthrough coach. She has coached executives, founders, and thought leaders, and celebrities for over 10,000 hours over the last 16 years. She helps clients develop their own intuition to have deeper levels of peace, full confidence in their decisions, and new levels of personal satisfaction and professional results. She has been featured in the New York Times, on ABC News, TLC, Sirius Radio, 2020, Emerson.com, and the New York Times best-selling books such as Live It, Love It, Earn It. In the last year, Elizabeth has become the co-founder of the Awaken Institute, a growth school for women that helps them navigate transition and have major breakthroughs with the collective, of female allies by their side. Elizabeth reaches over 20,000 engaged fans weekly with her writing and videos about how to live an empowered and joyous life. In this episode, we discuss being real and authentic at all times, discussing the crazy 2020 and how to take on 2021, scarcity and abundance consciousness, partying with what is, and much more. This was such a great episode with Elizabeth. I'm excited for you guys to listen in and truly enjoy Elizabeth and her authentic expression and wisdom. So let's wait no further and dive right in. Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us for an episode of The Growth Lab.
1: I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah,
0: I know it's been a crazy day. We're actually just talking uh, pre-recording before we hit the record button. Uh, Tell me about your day. It's been a crazy one, huh?
1: Oh goodness! All right. Um, so I know that everyone is experiencing a really tumultuous, a tumultuous time right now. Um, and some days are better than others. Some days I feel it more than others. And today was one of those days for me where I felt really, really stretched to um, inspire others, to want to show up, to um, meet the requirements that I had in my calendar. (laughs) Um, I really woke up in a place um, where I just didn't feel like I had a lot of extra energy. And um, I, like, that's probably the the candy-coated way of saying, like, I woke up feeling personal chaos, business chaos. There's some circumstances going on that are beyond my control. There's, um, and everything was just feeling really loud. And I was looking at my calendar going, holy shit. I'm on camera from this time. I'm doing a podcast at this time. I'm doing a live class at this time. Um, And I'm going to be in this role of inspiring others for almost four hours straight. And right now, like, I don't even want to like brush my teeth, right? Like I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I want to have a six day. Not only do I not want to see anyone, but like, in, how am I going to do this? Like, I really literally felt like, how am I going to do this? Um, I don't feel inspirational right now. And it was one of those days where um, I kept every meeting. I um, did, I I started before I felt like it. I worked the tools that I had the best way that I could. And also I showed up imperfectly, you know? And when people asked me how I was, I told them the truth, you know, I didn't make it about me. You know, I wasn't like, Oh, sob story. Like here are all my circumstances, but you know, I, um, recorded a live class today. We, with Awaken Institute, which is um, a company that I'm involved with, I got on with, a few of the other staffers before we started our live class. And I said, yeah, I'm having a day over here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm having a day over here. I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it ladies. And then we moved on. It wasn't, how are you doing? Great. You know, I feel like one of the most terrifying things on the planet, it's not just women, also when men, you ask them how they are and they give you some like creepy smile with all this like anger behind it. (laughs) <laughs> like just tell me you're angry like it's <laughs> it's okay you know just tell me that you're having a day it's it's okay so today was one of the days um that we all have where it it felt like a shit show it started out really not feeling emotionally great and now I'm here with you and it wasn't a struggle to to hit recorder to show up to this meeting because I'd faced it several times before that, um, got outside, told the truth to other people. I think that's a big part of um, who we all need to be right now is shed the ego, shed the stories of feeling like we all need to have it together. Like that era is done and just lead with the real and the raw because everyone's having challenges, period.
0: I love that. I love that so much. And it's, it's, um, it's funny, because as we were talking, I, I, I let you know that I was in the middle of a 48 hour fast. And yeah. you know, that that was that, that that's what was happening on my end, but it, it, it alleviates so much of the pressure, right? You kind of leave that out the window, because you're just being true to how you're feeling. And, you know, oftentimes in the in the personal growth space, you can get into that trap of wanting to just portray a positive image that you're just always happy and that's such a great point to start with is just be real just be you and call out when you're having a shitty day because we all do we all have shitty days
1: we are all human and trying to be on brand for yourself or for a company by pretending like you don't struggle will I mean, that can work for a very short time period and you will either get dethroned by people that know you that are like, you're full of shit or like eventually people get grossed out by their own lack of authenticity and they start playing a real or a more real authentic game or they leave the industry. I've seen that too. Mm-hmm. People just feeling like they need to be perfect to be in the spotlight. And when they can't keep up with that, they leave the industry instead mm-hmm. of just being like, Hey, I'm not perfect. And and also too, I lead people and help people in these ways. Both both things are true. Mm-hmm. It's not one or the other. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm an imperfect human being that struggles sometimes. And also I'm a powerful leader. Both things are true.
0: Mm-hmm. Not,
1: you know, you don't have to pick.
0: Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And it brings up, as you were speaking, it brings up a larger topic about authenticity and what that means in our lives could you speak to that a little bit because you know it's it's we're speaking about it on a micro but it's so important just overall being authentic and everything you do and you started to broach the subject so speak to Mm. that a little bit I think it's a great great topic
1: yeah um just so I'm clear like what do you have a question on that is it how do you lead a more authentic life or what does that mean for me? Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. So, you know, when you bring up being real in your day-to-day, right? Yeah. Be Showing up the way you are. So yeah. for me, that brings up a, a bigger topic of how do you show up real in your life and what mm-hmm. you do on a day-to-day basis, right? And that could be mm-hmm. how you show up being real at your work and how do you show up being authentic and real in your family life for your friends and everything yeah. that you're doing. So that's sort of the larger topic that comes to mind.
1: Mm, Okay. So what I see here is the root of depression for many people is some people call it overwhelm. I think Tony Robbins says that's another word for depression, but I've also heard people say that the root of depression is people not being who they really are. Pretending on some level that, pretending, you know, pretending that there's some level of standing in a lie with yourself or other people in a big way or in a small way. And that could be as big for someone as coming out of the closet Or saying, you know what, I'm making a lot of money as an iBanker, but this turns my soul, you know, cranky and I don't want to do it anymore. Like I want to do this other thing. And I know everyone's expectation is that I keep making this amount of money, but I want to change it up and I want to do this thing and it's going to be less steady or, or whatever that is for, um, each individual it's it's so it, it, this is so personal mm-hmm. and um for me a big part of my soul's journey about being authentic is this simple willingness to say on the days when i don't have it all together to just say i don't have it all together today mm-hmm. <gasps> i don't have the answer i don't know you know be willing To say I don't know or I don't know right now instead of making up something that sounds good but it's not real. Mm -hmm. And I also think there's a really um, fine line for people who are in the self-development industry. I think there's a really fine line between sharing our stories in a way that inspires others or just like bleeding your reality all over other people and like doing like an in calling that authentic you know authentic doesn't look like you need to say every detail about everything all the time to everyone mm-hmm. it's just a consciousness of I live in truth mm-hmm. and I choose truth over possible judgment I am okay with being judged because I would rather live in truth than walk on eggshells hoping that you don't judge me. Like <laughs> I've tried it, it sucks. You know, yeah. like I don't want that life. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my definition of authenticity. And I find that lack of authenticity usually comes from fear. Um, it comes from fear of being judged, fear of people withdrawing love or approval and what that can get us stuck in is relationships where we are not being ourselves to receive love and approval, but, but we're not being actually loved or approved of because we're not being ourselves. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they can't love you because they've never met you. They don't know who you are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're not showing the full spectrum of your humanness or your human experience, your underbelly. And the things that you might not want someone else to see real love and real acceptance comes from being willing to fully show yourself to other people mm-hmm. and, and let the people who are scared off let them go you know send them a postcard or don't <laughs> you know like, <laughs> bye <laughs> which um to, to feel that way truly um we need to embrace that there will be enough people and enough people that we have reciprocal love and respect with. There will be enough people that really love us when they see the full us. It requires us to not be in a scarcity consciousness about, no, I must stay in this box and be inauthentic to get love and approval from this these several sources. If those go, then what will I have? My experience is being liked a lot more when I care less about being liked.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. There's so many gold nuggets in there that I was just trying to type (laughs) them up. Letting
1: the the gems sink in.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that, that was beautiful. And I um, you know, loved when you said, I'd rather live in truth rather than the potential of being judged. And I thought yeah. that was, that's, that's great. And also, you know, you brought up a piece and this is, this is getting me to ask you a, a follow-up question on that. The last yeah. piece around being in scarcity uh, mm-hmm. mindset or being in a sca- place of scarcity, versus in an abundance um,
1: yeah.
0: place of being could you elaborate on on what that means right because it, oh,
1: sure. i
0: think it it ties into everything we're talking about right so let's let's mm-hmm. let's let's unpack that a little bit
1: okay. okay so scarcity consciousness or scarcity mindset is quite simply a fear-based consciousness that says there isn't enough there isn't enough. There isn't enough time. There isn't enough money. There isn't enough success to go around. If he's famous and he has a great podcast, that's less for me. If she's amazing and has the man of her dreams, that's one less on the market for me. It's like you or me, because if the truth was, there's just enough to go around and there's always going to be enough at the dinner table and like we can all succeed without taking anything from one another if that was actually the truth then there'd be peace in the world and we'd all be getting along <laughs> and no one would be like oh you, you took what was mine or like they have this but they don't deserve it like I do I've worked so hard you know like it would it would end that conversation so um scarcity mindset is um, it's ingrained in us. You know, it's our it's our reptilian, our caveman, cavewoman brain that's the survival part of us is gonna put us in scarcity mindset and try to keep us from starving um, in all the ways, in terms of relevance, in terms of money, in terms of literal food, right? So that's a survival-based mindset to grab at things, to... Um, experience jealousy of other people doing well to look at what other people have and and pine for it it's also human it does it's not shameful like we're all going to have pings of these things doesn't make you bad it's just not letting the scarcity mindset be in the driver's seat of your life and when you are having a moment of scarcity whether it's financial or experiencing jealousy or or feeling like a loser for like not being further along in your life, (laughs) which I've definitely had moments like that where I'm like, wait a minute, like I thought I was gonna have X, Y, and Z, but then there's people that look at my life and they're like, oh, girl, you've got it made. So it's really just a mindset shift. Um, But um, abundance, I feel like, you know, abundance is a word similar for me to, like gratitude, it's gotten so overused that I don't know that it rings true for people. I I try to, um, or maybe it does, like if if the word abundance for each individual who's listening, if the word abundance makes your heart sing when you think about it, then use the word abundance. If the word wealth or a, a rich mindset Feels true, and that makes your heart sing. Use that word. Use whatever word makes your body, and brain, and heart feel more open and happy. Um, but for the sake of this conversation, <laughs> we don't need to like, you know, you know, be be so choosy with words. But I, I know, I know what you're asking me. So, an abundant mindset would be without limitation. There's enough. To go around, there's enough for me. And if I'm feeling that there's not enough, that's not the truth of my life. It's just temporary. And the truth will be revealed. And the truth is that there is enough. So feeling a moment of scarcity is human, normal, natural, nothing wrong with it. But if our Belief is ultimately the divine, the universe, God, the force, the powers that be, or, you know, the light, whatever you connect to will provide. And if it's not here yet, it is coming. Mm. And I'm going to live as if it's coming and keep taking action as if it's coming until the next step is revealed, Hmm. period. Like, I don't, like, and if I find myself contracting, grabbing, playing small out of scarcity, let me catch myself, check myself, surround myself with people that help me remember the truth, which is that there's always enough. And that if yours isn't here yet, it's coming. The second you start acting like something's over, probably it is. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you? Because yeah, absolutely. Oh, this just isn't gonna happen for me. Well, you just wrote the end of that story.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And that's that's a beautiful explanation of scarcity versus abundance mindset. And just to build on top of that, so we talked about authenticity and how to just be, you know, just being real in your day to day and everything that you're mm-hmm. showing up for. Plus, you know, how to sort of think. About an abundance mindset and being in an abundance mm-hmm. consciousness. Now, let's look at the situation today and coming off of twenty twenty and folks Oof. lead into twenty twenty one. Right it's at the backdrop of everything that's happening, how yeah. can folks step into authenticity and step into an abundant mindset? And anything else you'd like to add when we think about twenty twenty one? I mean, it's we're a month down, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy, but you know we still have eleven months to go. So, how can people make yeah. the most out of twenty twenty one?
1: Hmm. I think one of the greatest ways to get the most out of 2021 is out of the gate take the pressure and the expectations off of it. You know, I think that a lot of people were really hoping for a big dramatic turn of the page when 2020 was complete. Right, like we were, everyone's hating on 2020, and we got the memes about 2020. 2020 is the hell on earth, like, don't go to 2020. And then we were hoping to like close that book forever, burn it, and then open a new book, which is oh, 2021, fresh beginnings, and like nothing like 2020. And then, you know, we're a month into it, and some people might say it doesn't actually feel that different. Mm would you say that it's more of the
0: same it's more of the same Yeah. okay
1: yeah. okay so you know damn i i wish we were having a different conversation i w- i wish we were having a conversation about like the heavens parting and like all the miracles raining down <laughs> the, mind, the first month of 2021 and that's not how most people are feeling um so first step I would say is, I don't say this lightly, but we gotta party with what is. Not pine for what what isn't. And the root of suffering is pining for what isn't instead of being with what is. And sometimes being with what is really sucks sometimes it really, really sucks, you know, um, I have definitely felt recently as I've, um, I put my stuff in storage in LA and, um, (laughs) I, my plan was to move to Austin and then I got rerouted to Virginia to see my family for a little while before going to Austin. And like my plans, my life plans have now kind of all changed due to, fun, amazing things, like I met someone incredible in this, in this area, um, in Virginia, and also it's freaking cold and dark and gross here, and this is so not like the cowgirl life that I had planned for myself, you know, and there's some days that I'm like, ah, I'm not having, you know, um, cowgirl life, I'm like <laughs> I'm not in the sun, and I'm, you know, bundled up in the cold, and I'm working from my computer, and some days I'm just, not feeling inspiring. And that's just what's true right now. You know? Mm-hmm. In a month, I could have a completely different attitude. In a week, I could have a completely different attitude. Tonight, I could have a completely different attitude. Um, but partying with what is looks like experiencing the anger, letting, allowing yourself experience anger grief, sadness, not functioning over it, partying with what is does not look like spiritual bypassing. It does not look like putting glitter on a shit show and saying love and light, you know, like, oh, love and light. No, it's like, okay, here's how I feel. Here's what's not ideal. What feelings do I need to run through my system? What am I hiding from? What do I need to run through so that I can experience the relief on the other side? What changes need to be made? What can I not change? You know, like if you can even get things in those two categories, like what changes need to be made? What can I do right now to to make changes? What cannot be changed? What cannot be changed? How can I embrace it? or enjoy it or look at it differently if it in fact cannot be changed? What aligned action can I take that will get me feeling in a higher vibration with the circumstances being exactly as they are? And it's not gonna be the same things that we we used to do before, right? Like I had a whole, like everybody else, I had a whole life that it's like, oh, I used to do X, Y, Z, to get myself in the right head state before I'd start my day. And then at night I would do boom, boom, boom to get myself in the right head state. Most of those things are not available anymore. <laughs> like, so partying with what is looks like, okay, I won't be doing those things anymore. Let me not pine for that. I'm not waking up and going for a beach run. I what What can be done? For some people, they're still living in the past they're like well I used to love cardio so now I force myself to do cardio I just run outside but what they actually really their body doesn't like that so they need to pivot and try like Pilates or dancing or get one of your friends on zoom and say okay we're gonna dance for 20 minutes like (laughs) please god you know I'm making a dance date with you Partying with what is looks like embracing the current circumstances, experiencing the emotions, committing to be on the other side of your negative emotions, not by bypassing them, but by going into them so that they can clear and release and then embracing what is making the best of what is as cheesy as that sounds, really like making the best of it. How can I make this? circumstance as good as possible instead of mourning what it's not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love, I love the way you explain that and just the, the initial pressure to be taking off. Right. So as you think about 2021 and I think a lot of people do it when you have those new resolutions, which never work. Right. And then you you let it go off. Usually, usually not, Uh, but rather, you know, take the pressure off and, and be, involved in the moment and, 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 Um, you know, navigate and be flexible with what's coming. Right. And I
1: would say, I would also say maybe even take away the big 2021 thing like that feels really heavy. Yeah. And maybe just like, stop talking about it and let's live month by month. Mm -hmm. Like, how are we going to make the best out of February? Like how are we gonna make the best out of March? How can I experience the most possible joy in April? What can I plan? What? How can I set myself up for happiness? How can I experience frequent positive emotions given the circumstances? Take it a week at a time if you need to, take it a day at a time, but 2021, it's like we're putting in these big, heavy markers And I don't feel like it's a time where that's helpful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I I I don't know if you feel that way. I I do. I do. And it's more practical when it's, when it's broken down that way too, because it's more Mm -hmm. real. You can, you can think about today. You can think about tomorrow. You can think about this week. It's a little harder when it goes more macro, right? And not knowing how the world is going to turn and what's going to happen. Circumstances are going to be different, right? But you can plan for today you can show yeah, up very effectively. Keeps- yeah. Yeah. So that's more practical, right? And it's more real. It's not kind of vague in, in a way that's going to be sometime in the future. Um,
1: yeah. These, these markers that we put on ourselves in life can really create a lot of suffering for us. Like I'll be happy when, mm-hmm. like one of the reasons why some of us are let down is like, I'll be happy when the, the clock strikes 12 and it's 2021 and not 2020 because then it's a new year well you know people can change their attitude any moment of any day (laughs) you don't you know like you can have a new year's eve party on a tuesday in, in may and like be like okay my my new year my new attitude like it starts now if you want to you know sometimes things change in an instant You know sometimes an addiction goes away overnight Mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't (laughs) you know sometimes a spiritual awakening can happen in you know at a rest stop when you weren't expecting it (laughs) like we don't need these big um pressures hanging on us of like oh now's the time that I have to feel different oh I'm married now now I'll be satisfied Mm -hmm. I'm in my million now I'm
0: yeah completely completely agree with you and it's it's a feel it's a recurring theme that happens in all parts of our lives we're always marking ourselves to a future standard right where Mm -hmm. it's it's like we're always looking to that next thing and it happens even you know if you bring it back to the micro it happens on a daily basis where we might be thinking about the next thing we have to do today so it's like kind of expands on a macro to bigger things that we we do in life too um so th- that's beautiful and i like the phrasing around it because it makes it so light you know partying with what is you know it's like yeah. par- par- party party with it you know be be partying
1: with what is yeah. and yes th- thank you thank you for um restating that and i also want to restate That does not mean throw glitter on a shit storm and pretend (laughs) everything's okay when it's not. That's a different thing. That's that's a different thing that I don't recommend. Partying with what is, is, is really embracing your circumstances and also facing the negative emotions with fierce commitment Mm -hmm. so that you can be on the other side of it.
0: Yeah, and it ties in with what we were talking about in the in the, the first part of the conversation, right? About authenticity and just being real with, with what's there, right? And it ties in very nicely because it becomes, and I like that, you know, don't don't throw glitter, you know, and, and, and try to make it or spiritual bypassing, right? It's an, another one. Yeah. So no, don't try to go through it. And I, I love that you have that addition to
1: it or that disclaimer mm-hmm. around I would it. also love to share a couple tools around because I have mentioned a few times like go through the negative emotions yeah. and I have we haven't really discussed how sure um I would love to give a, a couple tools um so that someone who's up for that could really mm-hmm. do it and it's not just an idea yeah please um, do. so I really recommend using music and using movement and um today on Uh, Awaken Institute, we had a woman named Nina Amora lead a session where we got to experience, we actually had space to experience grief and rage to music together. And that was the whole point of a few songs was just to give the grief and the rage space for us to even feel it. And that's not something that you need to do in a class setting, you can do that on your own, but um, it's, it's almost scary, you know, in a time of over busyness and micro managing our lives and multitasking to put on a song and be like, right now for the next four minutes, the duration of this sad song, I'm going to allow myself to experience sadness and if there's tears that come, let them come. If there's numbness that comes, let me feel numb because that's the first layer. If there's rage that needs to come, let it come. Stomp around, thrash your hair. You know, th- throw papers, th- throw throw whatever you want as long as you know you don't hurt yourself, right? um So using music as a tool but also just simply the space of i'm going to allow this emotion instead of resist it is big so that's that's one thing um having a safe space to be fully heard and witnessed also huge so that's often different than speaking with a friend or a family member because it's usually some speaking with someone or being in a group where the people are, they let you really talk something through all the way until you don't have anything else to say on it. You can really like do a purging. That might be to a therapist. I definitely recommend therapy. No shame in therapy. Therapy is a beautiful thing. My mom is a therapist. Um, Beautiful thing about therapists. They don't cut you off. (laughs) Like (laughs) you can decide whether that's worth three hundred dollars an hour or not, and how for how long. But you know, there's a lot of beauty in someone just not being like, "Oh, me too. Oh, I also had that. Oh, this one time, this." And you're like, "I'm not done." So, putting yourself in an environment where you can be heard all the way through, where you're, where someone's really practicing generous listening on your behalf, is enormously healing. Um, And you could also create that deal with a friend that's part of when I private coach with people There's sometimes we do sacred venting sessions where I'm just like, let them run through things until they don't till they're more flat less charged on that topic. Um, there's a lot of healing in that. And then there's one more thing I want to share this is something I come from a family of intuitives. And I've trained extensively with my aunt, her name is Joanna Cherry. And she taught me a, a meditation practice. It's very simple. And what you do is when you're experiencing a negative emotion, so say that emotion is fear. Instead of suppressing it and being busy over it, it's to choosing to pause, acknowledging the fear and going into like almost like a purple tunnel of the fear. And I, I, envis- envisual, I envision it like a spiral. Like I would go like, okay, I'm, I'm going into fear right now. And I spiral into the fear until I can find the center point of it And at the center point of it, you may have a visual that comes up. I often see some childlike version of myself that's terrified or, or whatever that visual looks like. And the higher part of yourself, you can bring in the higher part of yourself to go in with white light and comfort that part of you that's running the show and that's running the fear. And this is something that takes practice. It's more advanced. There might be some of your listeners that they're like, I'm never gonna do that. Like purple spirals and inner children, like, no, that's fine. But for the people that this resonates with, I really recommend giving that a shot and seeing if that practice speaks to you because that simple exercise that sometimes just takes a few minutes can really get something out of, the Out of your way doesn't mean that you'll never experience fear again but it clears a layer and clear another layer clear another layer experience it less experience more freedom so that's three three little simple tools there's other many beautiful tools but i feel like i like to take it out of the concepts and give some tools when i'm talking about uh ways of being
0: Yeah. No, thank you for sharing that. I think that that's great. And it's, it's practical, right? Somebody can practice that right away. If, if, if they have something they want to go through movement, um, you know, the, the visualization that you gave, and then also just having space, um, for folks to all the way, all the way without, you know, just just having a a venting space to let that go. So that, that, that's beautiful.
1: You can do that Um, on paper too. Just so if, if it doesn't, if you're not, if you don't have a therapist, if you don't want a therapist, if you don't have a friend that's providing that journaling something all the way through until it feels less charged, and then maybe even ripping up the pages, throwing them out outside your home, that's super cathartic also.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's great. Um, let's pivot a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I know we have a, some, some time left. Um I wanted to, I wanted to talk a little bit about your hero's journey and, and, and what you've been through. I think, you know, as we've given a lot of value to the listeners, right. And you've imbued Mm -hmm. your own journey in this, but let's, 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 let's dive in a little bit deeper, uh, about your specific journey and and your hero's journey. Mm.
1: Thanks for asking. So, um, I know before we, we started recording, I shared with you that, um, I had one story in mind to share, which was not the real story. It was like the, the soft, it was the diet heroes. (laughs) (laughs) It was the comfortable story. And I was like, you know what, because I'm talking about and being a stand for authenticity, like, let me share the real story. And um, I'll keep it brief. um, But my, the truth of my hero's journey is um, when I was 18 years old, which is now many years ago. You know, that's um, a good 20 years ago or more. Um, I experienced a pretty violent incident that almost took my life, and it was at the hands of another person. It wasn't a car accident or something like that. It was um, at the hands of another person, a, a man. And um, it was really that incident really changed the course of my life. And I remember as I was recovering from that incident and um, choosing how I was going to, who I was going to be on the other side of it, there felt like there was a really strong fork in the road of. Will you let this define you? And if not, what will define you? So there was a period of time there where I was wearing the merit badge of survivor, and many of us are survivors of violence, of um, you know prejudice, of many, many different things, but I was wearing the merit badge of survivor, which meant to a degree, I was continuing to live in the past and also to let that experience define my life. And it was through, I remember my father, um, introducing me to the self-development world. He, um, He signed me up for my first self-development class because he saw that I was stuck. He saw that I was stuck in the place of victim. And I was, I really was, I was still traumatized. So I needed to do some trauma work. (laughs) Therapy needed to be involved, but also not just therapy, also a reclamation of self and a reclamation of myself beyond survivor, beyond one who was victimized that made it to the other side. And um, I I don't tell this story really anymore because (laughs) like it, it doesn't define my life. I have so many other hero stories to tell that are a little bit fluffier or more empowering. But the reality is we all have experienced extreme tragedy. Everyone, everyone has experienced extreme tragedy, extreme loss and a moment where you need to decide, am I going to be the person that that happened to? Is that gonna be my new like, way of defining myself? Or am I gonna be defined by my own choices, by the impact I make in the world, by how I make myself and other people feel? Like we get to choose. So um, I have tried to live that way, I feel that I mostly do. I also constantly fall out of the saddle and get back, and get back in the saddle, and then fall out of the saddle, and then get back in, and then I have a, a period of time where I'm like, I'm amazing, like I'm changing the world, and then I'm like, I'm a loser, uh, you know, like like, like everyone. Um, but I don't, I don't let myself. I don't give myself permission to stay down too long. I know that suffering, my suffering does not um, make me a better person. You know, I just said this to a client, a a private coaching client uh, tonight. She's an empath and she was, you know, her life is actually amazing right now. She's a designer in New York. She, you know, she's killing it in her career. She's in an amazing relationship. You know, she's crushing it in many levels and there's part of her that feels like she's not a good person if she's not suffering along with the masses and i was like girlfriend there's no golden ticket coming to you from heaven for suffering along with the masses like yes you know donate money have empathy do what you can and also live your life enjoy your life being a victim for victim's sake or you know, suffering, your suffering does not light up the world. It doesn't, it doesn't help those who are in pain to also be in pain. Empathy, yes. Jumping down the hole to help the people in the hole, <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's great. I, I love that. You know, and I think it's so important, everything that you share, you know, just to have that perspective, uh, and hold that, you know, and, and you're such an example of, of living what you're sharing, right? You talked about authenticity and then be able to go there. So thank you for being wonderful and sharing that story because that's, that's real to you, right? You picked not to go with the fluffy story and go with the real story and coming off of talking about being real and and being authentic, right. And, um, you know, living from that place and just calling out what is right.
1: Yeah. I try to do things all the time that scare me just a little bit but yeah. if I'm not I know if I'm not being a little bit scared by the choices that I'm making then I'm not challenging myself
0: yeah staying in that perpetual edge you know that you're right. continuously going after I love that and and thank you again for sharing that um I know I know you haven't shared that much and yeah. and you wanted to use this platform to to share that more and be more real about that so thank you yeah. And
1: thanks, thanks for being up for going there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so uh, one of the other pieces I want to talk about, you brought up the Awaken Institute a few yes. times, right? And, yeah. um, and the work you do there, you brought up your personal coaching work. So let's yes. talk about Awaken Institute and all of sure. the things that you're up to now.
1: Absolutely. So Awaken Institute is an incredible way to bring women together So what what happens is we do live sessions and we bring in different master coaches. Um, It's a platform for women and we have all female thought leaders. And what we do is we experience healing and growth and transformation in an intimate live environment. And we don't believe that healing work needs to happen in isolation. We create really safe, experiences that are also fun and um what I really love about this particular group um so I'm a I'm a co-founder at this company and I help curate the talent who comes in I really love about this is the quality of experiences that we're having um virtually I my, my ass gets saved in our classroom all the time. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I needed that. That was for me. Yes. And I see the the wave of women's faces and everyone's like, woo, I feel so different now. And I'm like, okay, that's how I know we're doing a good job. So um, we're providing these experiences. And um, usually in the coaching world, I know, as you know, to get quality, you got to pay to play. It's it, Masterminds are expensive and some of them are worth it some of them aren't um that's you know everyone's going to have a different experience but we have a really affordable product that is we we really wanted to create something that anyone almost anyone could afford so um so that's where our heart is on that project with the weekend and um do you feel like i answered your question
0: (laughs) you did you did yes yes Okay,
1: okay good good and um in regards to my own private practice and my speaking, what I absolutely love to do is I love to see people go up the emotional tone scale by figuring out what's in their way and with the, in partnership with them systematically removing it and getting them more in touch with their remembrance and their intuition and their power And I just absolutely love my private coaching work. I mostly work with um, C-level executives. Um, Some are men and some are women or people who are in some kind of major leadership role. Um, And I see the benefits trickle down to the employees. I see the companies, like the revenue going up and I get to see like, how it trickles out to work with leaders, so that work really lights me up. And I also, I absolutely love to speak. I'm sure you've noticed. <laughs> I love to speak, so um, I love, I love being on podcasts. And um, the radio and and television stuff is less now because of everything. And I don't live in LA anymore. But um, I love, I love being on podcasts. And and sharing my voice and my message with anyone that it resonates with. I'm here. I'm here to to heal and bring lightness of being through um, through the ways that I've been gifted. You know, and some of that's just showing what it looks like to tell the truth.
0: Yeah, amazing. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, I, I know there's a few different areas you're involved with um, yeah. where you where you kind of show up for for different areas now if somebody mm-hmm. wants to engage with you right at you mentioned mm-hmm. the awaken institute you mentioned yeah. your own coaching practice oh, yes. what's the so, what's the best way
1: absolutely so um awaken institute is for growth-minded women and that is awaken.institute dot institute um to become a member it's a um it's a membership model and to book me for speaking or to inquire about being a private client positivelyelizabeth.com is where um we take inquiries about that um i have a team that screens requests for me and books me on um things and i'm i'm happy to also you know be, be available you know if someone has a question feel free to to email it um and you know, thank you for allowing me to share my gifts. Oh, also, I guess, Positively Elizabeth on um, Instagram is always entertaining and uplifting. I'm pretty much everywhere as Positively Elizabeth. And um, I-, I love to share my light. So it's an, it's an honor for anyone who wants to follow me or be in contact. It's an honor to hear from you.
0: Amazing, amazing. I'll make sure to tag... You as, as I upload the episode and all. Okay. Uh, but thank you so much, Elizabeth, for joining us. This is such a great episode. I mean, I've had so many takeaways for myself, you know, just listening to, to everything you were sharing from, um, you know, and I'm sure the listeners have as well in their own respective ways, you know, from the, from the beginning of talking about, you know, just being real with your days and being authentic to talking about the scarcity versus abundance mindset, uh, mm-hmm. you know, le- leading into living. A more transparent life when you think about 2021 and not attaching uh you know what 2021 should be rather being present with what is partying with what is
1: partying uh, with what <laughs> is
0: yeah yeah and then and then thank <laughs> you for sharing your your hero's journey with us as well and what that means and how you can make a decision to um, you know take a fork in the road and, and live yeah. life for the better so thank you so much um i appreciated having you on Uh, And thank you for the boost of energy on uh, during during my fast. I think I could. uh, It was my
1: pleasure. I'm
0: I'm leaving leaving here with more energy than I came in. So that's that's a good sign. (laughs) Better
1: better than a cheeseburger. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you, Elizabeth.
1: Sweetheart, thank you for having me.